Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Poach Conjo. Oh, my goodness. Grab a seat, get you some tea, some sweet tea, some hot tea, some coffee, and get you a drink. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. And just come on and sit down. Grab a blanket, grab a chair, just sit down. You know, this morning, I was up. I was up early. 
And I was, I, I was going to go guns a blazing and do this podcast. My mother used to always say, if uh, you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, right? Because, <laughs> you know, you got a plan and God got a plan. And um, I was like, you know, ready to talk about so many things that's been going on on social media and, you know, amongst people and just a back and forth. But then that didn't take place. Then I was ready to just talk about, you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, some other stuff that really didn't make sense. And that wasn't the plan either. So I got up. And just for the record, I'm Ifa Bayo. Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. And um, what you heard was the whispers. It just gets better with time. Because it does. <laughs> so I got up around about 6 a.m. Normal time. And I looked on Instagram. And I saw this video. And I was I became so emotional. I became so emotional. Like I wanted to cry. So let me explain. Because I posted the video. And in it, it has E.T. Taylor, the hip-hop preacher, and Tabitha Brown, and Tabitha Brown's husband. So let me explain why I became so emotional. Now, you may see the video, right? Let me just put this disclaimer, and you may not feel nothing. You may see this video and might get a whole new different message. That's great. Excuse me. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I don't need you to think like me. I want you to bring your authentic self to this table, to this back, to this backyard. I want you to be you. I don't need you to be me. I don't want you to think the way I think. I don't build fences to block people out. I build longer tables so everyone can sit down. I don't want to ever exclude anyone. Now, if you are, let me put it out because somebody posted on my page you know, except for child rapists. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the rapists, the frauds, the fakes, and the phonies. I'm not talking about them. They need help. They need healing. I'm not talking about the bigots, the bullies. No, they need help. They need healing. And some some things that people are going through are above my pay grade. They need psychiatric help. They need Some of them need to be in a beautiful jacket with a lot of buckles and some medicine. But they need to get help from whatever's ailing or hurting or traumatize them or make them triggered. They need help. I'm not worried about them. And there's a space for them once they received help. There's a space. See? So I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about people that if you don't agree with what I say, you are not my enemy. If you don't agree with what I believe in, I'm not going to cancel you. If you don't see the same color that I do, that does not make you my foe. Does it? It allows me to see the lens through another eye. And it does not cancel out the work 
or the spiritual community that you are a part of doesn't cancel you out. So I was going to speak about that and go into detail, but that wasn't it. So E.T. Taylor, the hip hop preacher, he talks about, you know, all the stuff he went through because, you know, when you are building your business or building a brand or you're trying to help and uplift the community, oh, you get railroaded. You get talked about, you get led astray, you get run amok, you get all that. You go through every emotion when you are doing stuff like that. People always say, oh, I want to help. I want to help people, but I don't like people. So how the fuck you going to help them? Who you helping? The couch? But that's not it. You got to go through the bumps and bruises. And it's usually the very people that you help be the ones that are drag you. But yeah, but you can't give up. You can't stop. You can't just throw in the towel. It doesn't work that way. You got to keep going, keep pushing, keep climbing. And the reason why I became so inspired by E.T. Taylor is because one day he had did uh, a video and he was motivating. And he said, I wanted this as much as I wanted breathing. Not I wanted to breathe. No, as breathing, as air. I, I want this so bad. Like, I breathing. And I said, yo, I felt that. And he talks about his 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 journey, how he was homeless. He went back to school. You know what I'm saying? He keep it real. He keep it real. I love this man. I never met him. I don't know none of these people. I just follow him. And Tabitha Brown, she is the food guru. She's the motivation. She's your auntie. She's that one to be like, baby, uh-uh. Don't worry about that. Let's go. We got other things to do. Stop worrying about those people. They need healing. And that's it. Like, so Wendy Williams had, um, and she's a talk show host. Wendy Williams had did, for one reason, out of the blue, talked about Tabitha Brown and Tabitha Brown's husband. And Tabitha Brown replied, not with fuck your mama and you a hoe and start digging up her background. She didn't do none of that. None of that. She told her the truth. And she said, I wish the same for you. I wish healing on you. She didn't sit there and tell her that she's canceled, that she won't watch her. She won't follow her. She's going to cancel her. She didn't do none of that. She said, I wish healing on you. That's what she said. And she went in. The read of a lifetime, which was beautiful. She didn't curse, didn't call her names, didn't do none of that. She said, let me uh, tell you, you know, as per my email, like, boo, let me, let me, let me scoop you on something. Because you over here in my backyard, and I don't even know you. I didn't even send for you. You wasn't even invited in my picnic or, or my barbecue. I, I didn't even, I'm a vegan. You eat meat. Like, we don't even run in the same circles. Why are you bothering me and I'm over here? Like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over here touching lives and, and doing that. You over there doing your stuff. Our circles don't even run together. Why are you over here? Why? Who brought you here? Who? What? What, did you pick a name out the hat and just say, hey, I'm going to bother you today? So, but Tabitha Brown handled it very gracefully. She was definitely an example of, right? And um, so she, Wendy Williams took it upon herself to speak about her husband. 
Now, I know some stay-at-home husbands, not because they are bums or they, because it's so cool for a woman to do it. It's, it's bad for a man. Like, whatever his reason. Then come to find out he was retired. Okay. So, he might have been going through something. Who's to say? That, that's not here nor there. But every day, he would watch or see E.T. Taylor. And he was inspired by him, his words and everything. Now, here it is. Your spouse, your partner is sitting here watching you watch this person to motivate you and put a sparkle in your eye. You found something that is great. I'm not going to go in and just intrude and tell you, no, 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 you can't watch that. Or what are you doing? That's your time. That's your space. That's your healing. That's your moment. That's what's going to uplift you. But I'm seeing that. And how can I make all of what you want into reality? How me being your partner, how can I make that? So Tabitha Brown and him had an event. I'm not sure if it was their anniversary or whatever. It was an event. And she gave him the gift that will re forever remain in his heart, his mind, his soul. She had E.T. Taylor come there in person and speak life into him and his friends, the brothers. Now, mind you, unbeknownst to me, or oh, yesterday I was you know, talking about promoting black men, men, you know, not even a color thing, just men, like, you know, putting love back in our men and saying, man, I, I salute you. We need you. We support you. I didn't know that Tabitha Brown was having a whole thing for her man and his friends. Didn't even know that. See, <laughs> so that was, that was definitely even making it more emotional. So when E.T. Taylor walked out, there was a part where her husband said, oh my God, you don't understand. I listen to you all the time. You got me through some very dark days. What? I sat there and I was so emotional that I was like, what the, I, what? I was ready to cry. I had to watch it two or three times. We get into this frames sometimes where we want to just throw in the towel and go sell tomatoes on the side of a goddamn road. We get so discouraged. We have, sometimes we have people around us that instead of uplifting us, they bring us down. We, you know, sometimes we become our own worst enemy as well. We, we allow those negative voices to take root in our head and, you know, we can fall into depression and just settle and, and allow fear of success, because that's real, to knock us off the very journey that we set out on. And it might have been that. Who's to say what Tabitha Brown saw? But she said, hey, his, his journey is much greater than him, me, or anybody else know of. So let me, let me give him some tools out my bag so he can further. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. He um he walked out, man, and it was just so emotional. I had to put that part up because it was. It was emotional. It was great. So then for out of the blue, I thought about Barry. God bless the dead. Barry passed away. Barry was this big dude. Big dude, big black dude. You'll see him in the street, you'll 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 be scared. 
but he was the gentle giant. And whenever I hustled, Barry would invite me to his house, you know, not on no sex thing, just to relax, you know, fill my energy up. And he always feed me and stuff, and we'd talk and watch movies. I never forget, I hung in his house and I saw that movie, Some Kind of Wonderful. And um, it was really cool. It was cool. He was a great friend. Um, but this is not um, what uh, what I was um, talking about. What I'm talking about is how Barry, just like Tabitha Brown's husband, was... Um, so I'm sorry. Uh, people want to write me and it's just so annoying. All right. We'll call later. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, I apologize. Um, anyway, so Barry, please forgive me. Barry, um, was this big dude and during the day, right? Or in the evening more so, in the evening, Barry would, you know, hustle in the street in the evening. And you know how we'd be around our day ones, our people or whatever. But Barry wasn't that type of guy. That's why people couldn't really understand him. One, he kept his moves silent, you know. But during the day, Barry went to school. Barry was in school for nursing. Big black dude, big, like a football player. But he went to school for nursing. And people would gig on him. But he didn't care. And Barry had a whole different set of friends all over. Barry knew people from Russia. Barry knew people from all over. And he would come home, right, after doing what he had to do during the day, evening, change his clothes, be out in the street hustling. Bow. Next morning, get up. And I used to just sit there and be like, dude, how you do this? <laughs> like, you know, but he didn't even tell, like, nobody his plans. But he had that few set of people that would inspire, uplift, they would do that for each other. And once a month, they would meet up and they'll bring food and they'll party and celebrate each other's accomplishments, all of that. But they kept that circle tight, right? That's why I always say Barry reminded me of T'Challa or the guy that did the Black Panther. Nobody knew he was sick. Nobody knew. He just went out, executed. He had his people around him. They did what they had to do. He, you know, uplifted those people that was with him. And that's it. It wasn't about me broadcasting, telling those people that were around him, uplifted, inspired, encouraged, helped each other, and they moved on. Like, you know, we'll meet up once a month and we'll celebrate. It wasn't no, yo, let me tell you what Barry doing. Yo, all of them kept a tight lip. Like, they all was a well-oiled machine. But they encouraged each other. They, they came and brought their resources and they pulled each other up. Amazing. And when I saw that, that's rare for black men to do, but that's rare. And E.T. Taylor and them do the same thing. He got his crew and they uplift, inspire, motivate each other. You don't hear them sitting there talking about each other's business and the move and how much or whatever. They're not doing that. They see whatever resources they need. They're quiet. They bring it back to the table and they do what they need to do. That's it. So that's how Barry and him, and I'm talking about this is over 30 something years ago. So Barry finished, right? Never forget, he started working in a hospital. First time I saw him, he was at Jamaica Hospital in Queens. Then he went to New York Hospital. 
And he worked in the ER all over. Like he was, he was flexible. His friends range from all kinds, all ethnic backgrounds, not just his day one, like all ethnic. He was, he was everywhere. So then one day, Barry came and said, you know, they had, back then, a few years ago, right, they had did the buyout. Yeah, because I was still living in New York. So it was over 20-something years ago. They did the buyout, and it was for people that want to retire early. They give them a lump sum, and, you know, and they buy them out, right? Barry took that. Now, mind you, he was working at the hospital for 20-something years, so he took that. And he went to his friends, and he told them, yo, I want to cut hair. And nobody said, yo, that's stupid, or that's dumb, or whatever. It was like, okay, how can we help? And Barry became a master barber. And from his connections, he was, you know, cutting hair at different places. And then one day he was like, nah, I'm going to do this on my own. Right? And in the process of wanting to do a mobile barber shop, get an old truck, gut it out, fix it, and go like to see your citizens and things like that, as well as people in neighborhoods. And I was like, yo, that's hot. Nobody ever did that. And, but he didn't want to do it in New York. I said, that's hot. But in the process, he took his living room and turned it into a barbershop. And he only had exclusive clients. So now when you put exclusive on there, you're going to pay a pretty penny, but you're going to get excellent service. And he did. He had his living room made like a, a barbershop, but it had like the punching bag and video game. He had the music and, you know, you had some people that was hating that would report him, but he had all his paperwork together so they couldn't stop him. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you have that. People want to report you and go get up in your business and stuff instead of congratulating you. They want to stop you because they didn't come with that idea. But he, he held his composure. He made sure all his T's was crossed and his I's was dotted. So they couldn't do anything. So <clears throat> Barry did that. And his people still once a month after all those years, they would come, bring dishes, they'll go party and have fun and celebrate each other's accomplishments. I always thought that was amazing. Now, I appreciate it now. Why? Because when I was younger, I didn't see that. I didn't see the lesson or the the wisdom that he was sharing with me. I didn't see that. I saw, why you always got to go there? Why you always, uh, you know, the broken, immature female that only saw selling drugs was it. I'm going to sell drugs and be like... You know, Scarface and shoot my way into blades and glory and that's it. That's all I saw, you know. So, yeah, back then I was ignorant, immature, whatever you want to call it. But I'm happy because, see, when you know better, you do better. Look at that. Um, but knowing Barry, he might have had some dark days. Even his boys might have had some dark days. But they inspired and they encouraged. They uplifted each other. They didn't sit and talk about each other. You did not hear, yo, and, and mind you, Barry was a gambler too. Oh, my goodness. He, he would gamble. 30, 50 thou. They was gambling. Right? So you already know what kind of bracket he was in. <clears throat> and Barry did all of that. The sad part is I never had a chance to say goodbye because Barry died, you know. But did he live out his destiny the best way he could? Is his friends still around doing what they do? Yes, they are. Did T'Challa, the Black Panther, did his crew stop? Nope. They still go forward. They still go forward. You know? But you mourn and you, you, you still go on with the plan. 
So, when I saw this video, and mind you, I don't know these people personally. I, Barry, I know. I don't know these people personally. And when he said, you don't know, you got me through dark days. Man, do you know how many people that inspire me? People that are just regular people, and they inspire me. Their words, the posts that they put on their page, the calls, the texts, when we have conversations, they inspire me, right? And here it is, E.T. Taylor and maybe a few others inspired him through his days of. Because we all, as Steve Harvey say, have that turn back moment. That moment that you might want to say, fuck this, I can't do it no more. But then it's something in you. I don't know about y'all, but there's this fight in me. And when E.T. Taylor said, I want it more than breathing, I know how that feels. I want this more than breathing. I want to continue. I don't want to give up. I don't know how to give up. I don't know how to fold. You know? So it was very beautiful. It was very touching. It was... You know, and you may you may get something else out of it. But what I got, because I follow them and I hear their story. And even, you know, it taught me so much, just that little video. And it confirmed so many things. And it gave me, to, for me to remember. Where I once saw someone say, you know, if you, your status in life, if you're not doing good, you can't tell me how to be great. And I'm like, what? I said, wow, that's messed up. You know, because Copper John was homeless. Copper John was homeless. And fucking professors sat at this man's feet. Not because of his status in life, but the way he lived his life and the way he carried himself. I know a homeboy now that people didn't know he was homeless. Sleeping on the trains. Now he has a shop in Brooklyn. And he gets paid. He gets paid. I can't judge anyone by their status. And where they are in life now. I tell everyone. You know, in my, in my spiritual house. I was known as the bum. The underdog. The one that, um, you know, oh, she's not going to be nothing. Except for my godfather, Ibae. He used to always say, yo, D. Don't worry about it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You're going to. People going to come to you. These same people that's looking at you and looking at you like a bum, they going to come to you. He said, watch. Just don't stop. I said, okay. He said, I'm telling you, don't stop. Don't stop. He said, I'm telling you, don't quit. Those same people. Hey, can you teach me how to read cards? Hey, can you teach me this? Hey, hey. That's why I don't, I don't judge people on their status. Because today you're the underdog. Tomorrow you may be the millionaire. I don't, I don't judge no one on their status. Everyone has a part to play. Everyone. I know crackheads that bead work is amazing. I know dope fiends that are intelligent. Why? Because they already went through those things. I speak about Roy, Uncle Ruckus. I speak about Copper John. I speak about uh, the, the chick that was my god sister. You know, when I was at my other house, I speak about so many people. Frost, I speak about so many people. Are these people billionaires or anything? No. But they allowed 
me to be a part of their journey and share their words of wisdom when I know the things to avoid. And I said, yo, somebody told me that. Yo, that's hot. Told you about Poochie, all of them. And then, mind you, Poochie's on TikTok, and it's so amazing. I'm so grateful. But these people, TC, Tough Cookie, Nene, like, I... I've always believed you should always branch out. I got spiritual friends, wives, spiritual community. They just run around in a circle. No, I got other friends, Russians, all over, all ethnics. I, I, I speak to everybody, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hi. I'm just not going to set myself around this group of people and choke my own self. No. And guess what? Those people will be somewhere and say, hey, Andrea. She travels all over the world. She's a traveling nurse. Andrea will say, hey, y'all should check out my friend Ifa Bayo. Here, watch her video. You have people that will talk about you in places and rooms that your feet and your, you will, your eyes will never even see or look upon or go in. But they go in there and they talk to people and that's how you live on. When you have genuine love and you help and encourage and promote and uplift people. That's how that is. And that's what E.T. Taylor is doing. To motivate you. To show you. Yo, you can do this. You don't have to worry about if you slept on someone's couch. He was homeless, sleeping in an abandoned building. I definitely was sleeping in an abandoned apartment. Gales. In South Jamaica. 01. And 159. Yes. That does not dictate. Because I was homeless. But guess what? I paid for everything except for my crowning. My sister and my other god sister did that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not going to judge you based on where you are now. That is, that, that's horrifying. Horrifying. I've seen where crackheads and dope fiends, and you'll see them in a year and be like, yo, what happened? Yo, you look amazing. Yeah, I can't block God's gift. Can't block a blessing. Can't block that. You know, but I just don't hang with just one. I love people that do gardening, do home repair, that's cooking, that loves to travel. Like, I'm around so many different people. So I'm not just going to stifle myself to hang around a certain, no, no. So back to Barry. Barry's day ones was a small selected group and they encouraged and uplifted and they did what they set out to do. They didn't sit and gossip about one another. They didn't sit there and dog each other out. Nah, they inspired, uplifted. They motivated, encouraged, all of that. All of that, they did. And they, whatever, sons, nephews, all of that, they made sure they passed it on. That was amazing to me. So when I saw with Tabitha Brown, her husband, E.T. Taylor, that video, I posted it on my Instagram page as well as my Facebook. It was, it, it just, it brought back so much, you know? And it, I was like, Barry, wow. I, I remember that. Like, wow. You know, we we get so downtrodden. We get so overwhelmed. We get so, 
you know, we, we have this fear of, of success, not even fear of failure, fear of success, that we sabotage sometimes our own stuff. And it also coincides with the company you keep. Here it is, this brother and his friends, because E.T. Taylor, you see him, all the brothers sitting in the front. You also have to watch the company you keep. Are we motivating each other? Are we uplifting each other? You know, because sometimes, and it's real, sometimes the company you keep, you got to look out for their company that they keep. Now, <clears throat> I don't tell people, yo, who you can hang with. I'm not your parent. Just, I don't need to, they don't need, first of all, I don't need to be in a conversation with them. And they don't need to know my business. When I had got my bypass, right, you know, for, for my weight loss surgery, only one knew was me and my good girlfriend, right, and my kids and my godfather, you know, my spiritual family. It was only once because, you know, I had to make sure my spirit said, yeah. I was coming out of the building, right? I had the surgery. Let's just say I had the surgery on Monday. So the following Monday, because I stayed in the hospital for a week, the following Monday, um, I was, you know, preparing. Tuesday, I came home. Tuesday afternoon, I was, you know, walking to the store. A person that I don't sit and talk to, a person that I don't, you know, rock with, nothing. I just see him and called you, hey, how you doing? Was like, oh, my God, what are you doing outside? You just had surgery. I said, hold on, wait. Oh, no, because, you know, we was talking about it. Wait? How is that? Oh, you know, don't be mad. At us. She was just saying, why? I don't talk to you like that. Like, I'm that person. I was like, I don't talk to you like that. So why, why would you know my business? So my friend is sitting there when I saw her and I was like, have anybody ever came back to you and said, hey, you did this and this? She was like, no. So don't I deserve the same respect? Oh my God, it's not that. Why? Why? Using my business so my name should not open up doors for you. That shouldn't. So now when I see even she's not my friend. She's someone I, hey, how you doing? And keep it moving. For real. My business should not be in the circle of your friends that I don't, I don't rock with. Why? If I'm telling you, yo, this is my next move. And I walk down the street and three people are telling me. Or people are inboxing me saying, hey, I'm congratulating. How the fuck you know? Yeah. So you have to be careful of that. Because see... All the truth come out when those people stop falling out. Oh, because she said this. No, you didn't tell me when it first, so don't tell me now. I don't believe it. I'm not that person to be like, oh, you know, listen to the message. You know, kill the message and the person that came to you. I'm that, you know, no, no. So anyway, <clears throat> E.T. Taylor and them, like Barry and them, they didn't have that. What was in the group stayed solid. Like T'Challa, the Black Panther. Nobody knew he had cancer. His camp was tight. Stay solid. That's real. But it's not real. That's what people say. Oh my God, that's real. That's not real. That's when you deal with adults. That's when you deal with people <clears throat> that are on their grind. See, if an obstacle come, we're either going to knock it down, move it out the way, push it, devour it. But we're going to do it together and we're going to keep it moving. If someone says something bad about you, they're not going to be like, oh, blazing, blazing. No, 
We don't give a fuck. They they not even in our in our in our circle. Let's go. Why, why are we worrying about them? And they kept it moving. They kept it moving. They were mindful of where they was. See, they stay they stay focused because they had an agenda. They stay focused. You know, I don't need to sit here and argue with people all day. For what? Because you don't believe what I believe? That's on you. It ain't got nothing to do with me. At the end of the day. But you have those people that want to stay in mess. So Tabitha Brown's husband and his crew was like, yo, we found this guy and maybe a few others. Yo, they, they talking about what we want to do. This is, this is how we want to move. And for his partner to say, I see that. How can I take the tools that I have? How can I take and build onto yours to improve? Maybe I can add a leg on the table. or You know, I want to improve so you can stand on a firm foundation. And she had E.T. Taylor come out. And I was emotional. So many conversations can take place just from watching that video. And I was like, I wonder, do people know? Do people know? Are we ready for that conversation? To say, yo, I want to pour into you and make you better. Because a rising tide lifts all boats. When you rise, I rise. We all rise together. I'm not going to get up there and just cut you off. And act like I'm better than you. Trust me. I know that feeling. I've helped a lot of people. Listen. I'm going to tell you how I got a podcast. When I started traveling. And started teaching. My son. It was my son. Said ma. I've been looking into it. You need a podcast. I said what? He said no ma. You need a podcast. He said I'm telling you. You need a podcast. I said, well, he said, Anchor. He said, I'm going to look into some, but Anchor, Anchor, you need to get on Anchor. I've, I've been looking. Okay. And one day I just said, fuck it, let me make a podcast. And I did it. I had another one, right? Good morning, Putin. That was my podcast when I started. And I was like, wow, wow. And as you progress, you will go a different route. So... Good morning, Putin. I would do it early in the morning. I would talk, greatest podcast in the city, you know, Ifa Bayo, all of that. But then I was like, wait, let me go with Kanja. Like, I want to do something different. The back porch. That's where, I, that's where I used to always be at when I'm down south. Sit on the back porch. And you will get the greatest stories between that or the kitchen table. Get the greatest stories. And then, you know how you... Somebody bless you, you want to bless others. Hey, you should get a podcast. 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 I don't want accolades. Trust and believe that. I want you to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to talk you out of it. I don't want you to go down the same road I went. I want you to do better. I want you to grab this mantle and keep going. Don't stop. Well, I was getting a lot of slack because people were like, oh, you shouldn't do a podcast. That's horrible. You don't know what you're talking about. You sound crazy. Oh, my God. So I stopped. And then I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do the conjure. Okay. Oh, you know, you're a Santero now. You can't be doing that. Conjure don't have. You're not a conjure worker no more. You're a Santero. 
So I stopped. I became discouraged. I, you know, forget it. And then one day, uh, maybe about two weeks ago, this lady hit me up and said, is this yours? I said, yeah, yeah, I know the story. I always talk about it. And I said, well, let me get back because I did love it and I still do. So I don't want y'all to ever, you know, stop. But you'll have people that didn't even think they could do a podcast. Now they're doing podcasts. And I'm like, great, because that's what you do. You don't build a bigger fence. You build a longer table. But see, the one thing that I love about E.T. Taylor that I also love about me. I don't give a flying fuck. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. Now, yeah, a few times I allowed people's. You can't, you shouldn't, oh my God, you don't. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not. We get at that moment, like those dark days, like he told E.T. Taylor. And that's why I look at E.T. Taylor. I look at a few of them. And I'm like, <clears throat> yo, I, I see. I see where your grind will get you. I see when you put your all in. I see when you want it more than breathing. I understand that concept now. But I've poured into so many different cups that no one wanted to pour back in mine. The ones that I assumed, it was always someone that didn't, that wasn't even part of the circle, that was somewhere else, that said, hey, if I be you, I believe in you. Caesar Valentino, Vogue, legendary, iconic. I met him. And I would always, you know, like his stuff on his page and everything. And sometimes I would share it. And he called me one day. And he said, they're doing interviews for readers to do the, the readings on Fox 5. I added your name. What? I was so amazed. Man, you couldn't tell me nothing. What? But I wasn't ready. I didn't have enough exposure, the guy said. He said, yo, you're good, but you don't have enough exposure. You need to build up your, your, your platform. Like, people need to know you. And I'm like, okay. You know, but just to be thought, or even to have the interview to be on Fox 5 was amazing. I'm always carried that under my belt. Like, I would tell my, my niece, you were in Fashion Week. Your stuff was advertised in Fashion Week. Can't nobody ever take that away from you. That's your accomplishment. That's, that's something that you did. But don't stop there. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Now, <clears throat> you also have to be mindful of the things you do, the things you say. I understand that. But you have to also walk and stand in your truth. You can't put a mask on just so you can fit in the crowd. No. The uniqueness, your authentic self is what people look for. I don't need to be like Cleo. I don't need to be like, you know, any other psychic reader, conjure worker. No, I'm Ifa Bayo. Bobby and Billy's kid. The baby. That's who I am. And I've lived a beautiful life. And I've met some exceptional people. And not once did I ever look at their status. Because I treat the janitor and the bum just like I treat the president. My pops would give me 
to read Kipling's if great, 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 great poem, you know, um, and it, it, it teaches you to not for where you stand or where you sit at and never judge nobody. You can sit amongst kings and queens as well as paupers and knaves and still hold your title. And your gift will make room for you. And E.T. Taylor, as well as Tabitha Brown, as well as her husband, his friends, they all got a chance to witness that. Each and every one of them. Their gifts made room for them. Where they all had that connection. And now they go out and do great things. Because their gift made room for them. So it was. It was amazing. And I, I want to share that with y'all. Y'all gift will make room for y'all. You just have to believe in you. And don't allow no one to tell you no. And if you have friends that are gossipers, that are doing all that, those are your friends. God bless you. You know, I have them. I have, sometimes you need ghetto friends for ghetto shit. Listen, hey, everybody, like I said, has a seat at the table. Everyone. But you just don't stay there. Branch out. Don't allow fear, because fear is force energy appearing real. Don't allow that to stop you, ever. Don't allow what people may think of you. Their opinions of you have nothing to do with you. Don't allow people to stop you. I love writing. Writing is a passion for me. Every time I try to walk away somewhere along the line, it brings me right back to finish writing. Don't allow people to stop you. Don't allow people their judgments, whatever. Keep going. And if you have a mate, pour into that mate as that mate will pour into you. Yes, you're going to go through your trials and tribulations. What I believe in is may not what you believe in. But the first one you always have to pour into is yourself. That is fact. You're first. You know, God bless the dad. Craig, my ex-husband. I said he wanted to travel. So I stayed home. He traveled. I held the house down, all of that. And then when it was my turn, he did. He supported me. He was like, yo, come on. You can't go to sleep. Come on, come on, come on. So I understand that. But I also understand I have this concept. It doesn't have to be y'all concept. It's mine. I am not going to give you wifely love. And wifely responsibilities if there's no ring on it. Now, I know some people that say, oh, I don't believe in marriage. That's great. But I'm not, me personally, I can't speak for y'all. I am not going to pour in to someone that's not my husband. That I'm not going to do. Uh -uh. I was married twice. I don't care. I'm not. That's my concept. And if that's not for you, God bless you. Great. I, we can agree to disagree respectfully all the time. But I'm just, that's just not me. That's not me. If we're not married, I'm not pouring no greatness in you because we're going to be married. We're we going to be married. We're building and on a, on a firm foundation. We ain't building on sand because the first time something emotional comes, that shit is gone. And we're not doing that. No. We leave legacies. That's what we do. But anyway, it's a great video. It's on my Instagram page and my Facebook. Um, you can go on there and see on their page the full video, and it's beautiful. 
I don't know where you may get out of it, but what I got out of it is support, understanding, uplifting, inspiring, dedicating, all of that. All of those words and many more graced me this morning, and I wanted to grace it with you. Do not allow nothing to stand in your way because your gift will make room for you. And you will be in places and you will be around people that you've only dreamed of. And those people that inspire you, give them their flowers today. Don't wait until they're dead. Give them their flowers today. Yes. Inspiring, uplifting, not nothing negative. So, every time at the end of my back porch, I give you something for your family, for yourself. This right now, I speak to the married couples. It kept us always together and families. If you have a picture, you go and you move that picture out of the frame and you get a piece of mistletoe and you put it behind and you put that picture back in there. What happens to mistletoe on Christmas? Because anything I give you, it has to make sense. And it has a history. And I get it from my mama and them. So I share it with y'all. Whenever there's mistletoe, what happened? It is so much love, so much laughter, your first kiss. Everyone kisses under the mistletoe. But mistletoe represents love and togetherness. That's why conjure workers put it behind their pictures. To protect and to always remember to keep that love. That inspiration. That, that, that feeling of togetherness. They keep it behind their pictures. So if you have family and loved ones that you truly love and you want to protect, put their pictures in a frame and put a piece of mistletoe behind it. And watch how that love go through the whole family. It's amazing. And it's beautiful. And that is from the back porch conjure. See, my mom and them did. They taught us a lot of things, a lot of things. And now I see it as I travel on this journey of life. And I see all of the things that they instilled in us. And I see how it plays in the experiences and the life lessons that I had. I did. And it's amazing. And I'm forever grateful. I am forever grateful for it when I tell you. See, when we was coming up, conjure wasn't conjure. It was just a way of life. When I got older as a adult and started traveling around, I call it the chitlin circuit, but the spiritual circuit. And I started seeing this and I'm like, hey, but that's normal. Like, didn't y'all do that regular? And it, no, no, you read that out. No, I didn't read it out of a book. And then when I went to New Orleans, I went to my aunt's in them house and all of that. And I videoed it to let people see our family. And, you know, people started looking. I didn't learn it from a book. I learned it from women and men. I learned it because they taught it and they passed it down. And I understand now why it's selective and why they didn't want to teach everything. Because some of us is not equipped. We have our own hidden personal agendas. But like I said, when you have it from your heart and you have nothing but good intentions, baby, the world will be your oyster. 
And you will open up to so many beautiful things. That sometimes, like Steve Harvey said, I got to sit back and be like, damn, God, you really do love me. <laughs> Egum, ancestors, y'all really do love me. Arisha, y'all really do love me. Y'all really do. And I'm thankful and forever grateful. And I have to sit back and say, damn, I did something right to deserve this. Because I'm still in shock each and every day. I am still in shock. I still look around and be like, yo, every vision that y'all gave me came to pass. So it is beautiful. So as I come to my closing... Catch me tonight on Instagram, uh, Get Mug Monday. I will be on there. Try to play with my YouTube and try to build that up. But we'll see. You never know. Um, working on a few things. Definitely want to do a meet and greet in New York and Queens. I uh, just got to pick a spot. And if y'all are listening, anybody listening, and you want to set it up in your spot, let's rock and roll. To do a meet and greet. Um, definitely looking for a team to build. I want to take this to another level. And I want to make sure that we all eat. We all eat. And we're all are welcome at the table. Uh, it's, it's time. It's time. It's time for us to branch out. Uh, I want... Uh, a, a foot crew to get out there and, and promote and talk. I want to take this to another level. And we're in the process of it. So I give thanks. But definitely catch me tonight on Instagram, E5Bayo53. And let's talk about Get Mug Monday. And then we'll do some other things. Okay, and stay tuned. Stay tuned for some great things to take place. And for this whole five days, I will be promoting, I will be promoting businesses. And if you have a business that you would like for me to promote for the next five days on all my platforms, feel free to, hello people, hit me up in my inbox. Hit me up in my inbox. And I will promote you. Because someone promoted me. And this is my way of giving back. Someone promoted me. And got me to where I'm at. Free of charge. I would love to do the same. But please. Let me put this disclaimer. If you have. Publicly. Tried to embarrass me. Or. Talked about me when I didn't agree with what you agreed with. Don't get your feelings hurt and say, hey, Ifa Bayo, can you promote me? Why? You publicly tried to embarrass me. Don't think that I'm going to let you sit at my table. Now, I wish you well. I wish you all success, but over there, not at mine. That we're not doing. Mm -mm. So please, if you knew or you know that you have took my words, took my picture, or what I believed in, and tried to publicly embarrass me. 
please don't sit and say, hey, can you promote me? I wish you success. It's just not at my table. I don't have no anger towards you, but I'm not going to allow you to disrespect me. And then you think I'm going to help you. No, I wish you success. But over there, you're not my enemy. You're just not at my table. Thank you. And as always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. I want you to live in your greatness. I want you to uplift, inspire someone else other than yourself. Make you first. But once you've got you down packed, help someone else. Respectfully. But if they have publicly humiliated you or try to embarrass you or talk bad about you, listen, you owe no one anything. You're not their enemy. Wish them well, but they can go over there. That's okay. What we do is we, we keep it real here. See, we, we in the back porch. Don't mean we ignorant, stupid, you know, a pushover, all of that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Sorry. I'm going to keep it real. You can say what you want about me, but you can say it over there. The one thing I'm not going to do is cut a corner or act like or put a mask on. No, that's not me. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. So, as always, I give thanks. I've promoted the young girl, Tasha. Please check out her services. And as always, you know, promote, like, share, encourage. And thank you for being a listener of my podcast. Subscribe to the greatest podcast in the city, the Back Porch Conjure. Come on in. And when y'all finish, make sure you clean up your little spot. And I catch y'all back on Wednesdays. Monday and Wednesdays early in the morning, we keep it going.